was scared to tell people because to me, being a man, you didn't say this stuff. Well, I just don't want to burden. I feel like I'm burdening people by saying I'm feeling low, I'm feeling depressed, and I feel like I'm putting my problems on them. <laughs> Why have I got to be first? <laughs> well, hello and welcome back to 4G Show. It is me, Ragnar, and... Before I start this episode, I will do a quick disclaimer. For today's episode is touching on sensitive topics of mental health and grief resources um, for like support will be available at the end of the episode or in the description. So it's a listener's discretion is advised. But now that we have that disclaimer out of the way, obviously I'm your host, Ragnar, and next to me is... Hello, it's me, Colin. Hello, it's me, Matt. Oi, oi, it's yours truly, Crazy G. We went in a bit of a, like, a weird opening there, didn't we? <laughs> we did, didn't we? I think uh, G lost, lost yeah, track of it. I was waiting for him to say so, and I was like, do I say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm learning. I'm Taking learning. his time to say hello. Okay. An old dog and learn new tricks. Uh, I wish you'd learn learn new technology tricks, Jay. <laughs> well, come on, look at Colin. He's the oldest dog. Yeah, he's learned new tricks, hasn't he? You know what I mean? If he can do it, I'm sure I can. <laughs> well, playing dead's your best one at the moment, isn't it? Jay, you were uh, as a host on the Paranormal episode, but you've joined with as a full member now as part of the 4G show. Um, how are you feeling about that? Static, um, over the moon. I think he's our lovely bunch of lads, and I'm honoured to be a part of your uh, team now, and a part of uh, to the viewers. You know what I mean? It's nice to be a part. Of, I don't. I, look, I'll just shut up. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great being here. Yeah, it's great being here. Yeah, you know, trying to big himself up and all that. I say, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's look, awesome. I'm trying to it's sell awesome. myself. Yeah, mate. So I'm staying yeah. in the panel I mean, and gee, we're what expecting like what you could bring to the show. You know, I mean. Oh, he's all he's crazy craziness, craziness uh, understanding of absolutely nothing, you know. Um. <laughs> right, well, we'll leave it at that. Wait, 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 wait. What, what did you just say so there, Matt? Crazy as us, so we fit right in. I yeah. fit right into the family, the four J family. You're welcome. Well, if you go back to the paranormal episode, uh, like I think that was episode four of this season, wasn't it? It was, I believe, yeah. And we yeah. had a G as a guest then, you know what I mean? And it was actually quite, you know, entertaining. And yes, yes loved us that much. We brought you back as a host. Wow, maybe some of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Matt... I've got plenty of time to win you over, gorgeous. <laughs> Matt did decide to disconnect and lose his electricity that day, so... <laughs> <laughs> so Rags, do you want to kick off with what the show, today's show is about then? <coughs> yep, excuse me about that. Um, right, so today's topic, um, as we mentioned, is actually about mental health mm. and like the grief that we go through um, through mental health. We're going to go through different experiences that we've had ourselves and talk about things that we can do maybe to help the viewers to prevent them from going down to, uh, the, the wrong path, you know what I mean? Yeah. See if we can let our experiences can help actually, you know, help others out there at the same time. Yeah, and the, the thing is, we will, as 4G Show likes to do, try to have a lightened last 15 minutes of the show just so we don't leave yeah. you on a downer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, if we we'll, we'll probably kicked off, I mean, we'll probably do have like uh, some stories that make her want to cry and stuff like that but it, it, it's for like you say 4G show we are about having a laugh and carry it's the same time you know so might be some funny moments might not yes. we'll see how it goes take it as it comes there we go Matt started <laughs> off <laughs> so do we all start do we have it all suffered with mental yes. health yeah yeah yes well, that, that's a big unanimous yes does anyone want to kick what off with it um I think we should start with uh, Matt. Why me? <laughs> Why have I got to be first? <laughs> I've Just got a funny I've that. got a funny thing a feeling, right, that if I go with G, right, half of the stories are gonna go coincide with uh, Colin. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know how you say like, normally take the piss out of me for the whole three hours later, I think G would probably take up the whole episode with his probably. stories. Hey, I've been training myself. I've been training to hold my tongue. It can't be out sometimes. It's a work in progress. 
Can't be. So, Matt, obviously, you've suffered with mental health. I mean, how bad has your mental health been, like, along the lines of suicide, self-harm, depression, that type of stuff? So, it started probably when I was, like, about 16. I lost, like, mm-hmm. my nan. So, that kind of took me down a spiral of self-harming. Um, just wanted to just get, get rid of the pain because it was just too unbearable that I couldn't do it anymore. And then after that, it just spiraled, you know, it just carried on, got worse. Worse and worse. So did that lead into, like, self-destruct? I mean, obviously it led into drugs and alcohol, which we have heard mm. previously, but did that lead to self-destruct as in self-harming, i.e. as horrible as it is, cutting or burning or, or anything yeah, like I, that? Yeah, uh, I cut myself a few times. That mm. was my coping mechanism to try and just take the pain away yeah. i wouldn't suggest to anyone that they would do it that way no i mean um like you and myself i've been a self-harmer so yeah uh i'd like you well i'd say it's not the way to no, deal with not. stuff but i didn't have anyone to talk to back then so you know i was still young that's generally the case though when we're, we're suffering mental health illness mm. you know i mean not uh, not all of us have people to talk to or reach out to you know, mm. it, it, people turn around and say, "Oh, well, why don't you go to the doctors?" They'll just put you on antidepressants. You know? I don't want to be on like antidepressants, you know, because it makes me feel like I'm not the same person. Yeah. Like I'm not in control of myself. See, you know, the way I am. I've always been a person that accepts antidepressants for help, but there is a lot of people like yourself, Matt. I turn around and says I would never touch them in my life. I did once. So not being nasty, because obviously you, you felt you had no one to talk to, and you didn't take. Well, you took antidepressants once, but not as a regular thing. Um, how did you actually get over the mental health stage of, like, destructing your life through it? I don't know. Like, my sister was there for the majority of it. The more it happened, the more she was there, you know? I always had her to, like... Yeah, yeah. The amount of times I've been there trying to self-harm, and she's just took the knives away and stuff like that, you know? I've always had her to stand by behind me you know and just make sure and just tell me you know you are okay everything's gonna be fine and she's the reason that got me through it like obviously mental health goes through everyone's life we all have it and yeah. you may say how many times oh i feel fine but you're never fine you know it's always in the back yeah, of your head like I'm, obviously i've still got mental health now you know still goes through my mind oh yeah mental health is like a long-term thing you know some people might be able to say that they've cured themselves of it you know i mean while the rest of us actually suffer it like for many many years Mm. down the line you know it's not actually anything that can be cured over like a period of time you know um i have a quick question for you actually matt um you said that your sister was there for you and uh during like your your time in need and stuff like that yeah how long did it take your sister to realize that there was something wrong you know was it like uh, like a couple of months was it a year or so or something like that like, when did she realize that you were down the self-destruct path i don't know it's just, I, I hit it quite well when i was younger i didn't really care mm. that much about my family i was more interested in the drugs and the drink and just getting mm. wasted really i just i think the the time i grew up a bit more she then realized you know he does need help even my mum and my sister both said at a certain point they would send me to a mental asylum because i was you know just to get some help yeah and i was just like no that's not happening and you know the funny thing is matt we sit here and we've spoke you on this podcast many times and and i can honestly say us sitting here we we think you're an amazing person i am you know we love li- listening and talking to you oh, and yeah. it, it's amazing to hear like when you've went through this mental health that just how low you thought yourself even though people didn't see you that way that's you know? because i portray to people yeah. that that's not me anymore you know there's always that guard mm-hmm. up that people always put up you know to show like i'm 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 very broken i can admit that i'd happily admit that yeah but i'm not the person to show it the thing is it isn't there's no nothing shameful about being a being a broken person. A life, life in general can break you so many ways. Yeah, exactly. It? You know, and it's how we deal with it, and how we physically, mentally deal with it. And and like you said, if you don't seek help for it, it can lead into these areas of self harm, suicidal thoughts, etc., etc. Um, that's not taking out what they can turn into, i.e., psychosis or 
or bipolar and and further conditions down that line you know um and like you say as rags these are long-term conditions i used to think of depression as something stupid like it's just depression I learned that depression isn't actually just a stupid thing that you can get in your life. It's it's a long term thing. It's life changing. It. You know the amount of people that have ended it, their yeah. lives. You know, over the depression, over anything really. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's it's a horrible, horrible condition to have, and any sort of form of mental health is. But what I do like is today, like in the in the twenty first century, we are focusing more around the mental health side of it. I mean, I know when I was a child, I don't know if it was the same for you, Matt, is mental health was, 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 wasn't was frowned upon, but it wasn't really talked about. It was a very taboo subject, wasn't it? Was it was hard to talk about, especially very at like, my age. I was only 16 when it started. so. Yeah, well, I, I was about 13 um, when mine started. I remember sitting on a window ledge, you know, looking, looking out my bedroom window at spikes on a piece of wood. And I wanted to throw myself on them spikes so badly, um, but fear stopped us, thankfully. Um, but at 13 years old, I knew that's how bad I was, uh, which led to self-harming in the end. Um, but I was scared to tell people because to me, being a man, you didn't say this stuff. You were a man, you had to be strong, you had to smile and just get on with life, you know? Yeah. Um, even at, even as a 13 year old child I should be going to me mum and Gary knows what life I had you know sorry yeah. I mean G I um, he knows the type of life we had and he'll he'll touch on it himself um, and I didn't even know what G was going through you know because I was so self centred on me to find out when I spoke to G about like the childhood and how he's felt about it it surprised us and actually I got more annoyed at how he was trapped and the way I was trapped because I believed I deserved it mm. you know so it is crazy crazy yeah, it's win. hard when you think that way though isn't it yeah it is yeah I do apologise for actually What's coughing it? so much that's fine that's fine I think I think I just coughed before so you can be easily forgiven for that but um, yeah it wasn't the, the, the best upbringing I would have said no. um, the best living atmosphere it was very abusive and that but um Yes, yeah, it's, it's and touching to hear your story, Matt. Um, obviously, I too have had mental health problems. Um, I've tried doing silly things, which was very selfish of me. But I never thought of it in Rags Way, actually, Rags, something that you touched on there before, but because I was going to say, just surround yourself with people that love you. It's one of the best therapies you can have, but I never thought of it in your way, Rags, that, you know, like when you say it, there might not be people like you can turn to. The thing Wait, is, yeah. I think, sorry, Rags, go, go on. I've yeah, done the same. Anyway. The, um, the, the problem is, right, it's like not many people understand the, the concept of mental health. They don't understand like the different uh, the different um, thingies of it, you know, different stages. That's the word I was looking for. You know, what I mean, you've got depression, you've got chronic depression, and all that sort of stuff. You know, what I mean, and if you want to try and talk to somebody, not everybody's going to be there to talk to you. You know, what I mean, mm. like for instance, trying to talk to an, uh, a family member. Now, uh, Colin knows this one himself because he knows the person that I'm about to uh, talk about. But every time I talk to this person. All I get from him is, have you seen your doctor? Yeah. What has your doctor said? Have you been to see, you know, are you back on your medication or anything like that? You know what I mean? It's sort of sitting there thinking, well, that's not what I want. I don't want people to reply about and say, right, what's going on? Like, have you spoke to your doctors or anything like that? What I want is I want people like Colin and my uh, my my best friend uh, Lindsay at the same time she doesn't mind if I bleep her name out of this I don't know yeah. <coughs> she doesn't care as long as she's mentioned <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know hey. what I mean but um, she, she's, uh, she's been there for us if I go quiet on the phone either one of them will get in touch and say right I haven't spoke to you in a few days are you still alive you know what I mean Yeah, yeah. and that's all you need is somebody yeah. that can recognise when your moods mm. drop or like if you you speak to somebody on a daily basis and then all of a sudden you haven't spoke to him for about two or three days it's that 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 helps you you know so what i was going <clears> to <throat> say is it's not always a case because there's 
always someone you can talk to whether it be medical profession or family or friend I think 90% of the time it comes down to the response the person who's suffering with the mental health receives so i.e. in my response as much as I sympathise with rags um, when he was going through depression at times I would just simply give him the response get over it God you harsh prick yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, the way I was dealing with my mental health at the time was generally fuck you. I'm being blunt. I get fuck it. Yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna think about you. I'm getting on with my life. I'm gonna smile through this. People will not get me down. Now, when Rags was going through his, I didn't think for one second, you know, Rags is a different person, he deals differently. So my answer to him was, get over it. Fuck them. You know? Um and and that response came across the rags that I didn't care. And as horrible as, as it make, made us feel when I found that out, I had to change the way I was. And I think you don't... I think people don't get it when someone's coming up and up to them and saying, look, I'm having a hard time here. I'm, I'm in a real dark place. Just how serious the situation is. I think in their head, it's, uh, it's a bit of depression. So which can turn out to the person with depression in the end thinking to themselves well no one cares you know so I don't think it's always a case you've got no one and no one cares I think it's more of the reaction of the person you're talking to that leads you to believe in that yeah but also with like mental health you're not always going to believe you know you may say (laughs) some may say oh yeah we love you I'm always here for you but you're not going to you you may not believe them and you may not want to talk to them about it yeah, I get that 100%. I've been through that myself. I know, Jay, um, you did something um, which was close to suicide. Um, so if you didn't yeah. want to say that, um, I can bleep that out. Oh, um, and you did say that it was selfish of you. I just want to sit there and say one thing. It isn't selfish. It Nor is it weak. In fact, one of the things... I've read is it actually takes a strong person to do do that. The it's it's how you're feeling at the time. I was in a a, a really dark place, yes. Colin. You know, uh, when I say selfish, I mean because I've got five beautiful yeah. children there that I would have been leaving behind, as well as a beautiful, wonderful partner. She's been me absolute rock throughout yeah. the years. Uh, if anything, I, th- I think it was Rags that was mentioning about how loved ones can identify when there's something wrong with you. I- I'm very, very good at hiding my emotions um, when it comes to depression and feeling down. And it, I-, I tend to, but I just don't want to burden. I feel like I'm burdening people by saying I'm feeling low, mm-hmm. I'm feeling depressed, and I feel like I'm putting my problems on them, which is why I put up a wall to myself and I don't share things, and not even with my partner at times, but she does eventually cock on and she'll twig and she'll be like what's the matter I know something's wrong with you I can sense it I can feel it you know there's something up with you yeah. I'm not always I'm not always the crazy <laughs> G you think I am you know, the, you know everybody sees this crazy guy who's smiling and laughing all the time you see, a bottle things that's, that's yeah. the thing though right G you're like me when it comes to, uh, to by the sounds of it when it comes to depression right whenever you feel down oh. you'd rather actually make other people laugh and have a carry I'd on do that. You know? I mean you'd rather like yeah. hide it behind being like hyperactive and stuff like that so mm. people don't mm-hmm. see it but it's our facial expressions you know it, it, it's a, the way, the way yeah. that we deliver certain things that people start clicking on and say yeah, yeah there's something wrong with you but you're hiding I'm it. like that sometimes well yeah, <coughs> yeah. Matt you're easy to read no I'm not well I do it I think <laughs> the, I think the thing is though Matt's easier to read now because when you yeah. know him if you didn't know Matt and Matt had a bad day you probably never noticed no because I used to have a bitch face on um, me anyway so you know yeah so it's like me rags if i come to yours i went to jay's or i was speaking on here in fact it happened just a couple of days last week i think everyone knew the difference in us because depression had set in slightly and it caused a bit of eruption on mm-hmm. except except we'll not go too far into it uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> because you know the person you can notice the differences and the changes but i suppose if you don't know the person or you haven't taken the time to learn the person enough then you wouldn't notice them 
I mean, Becca can notice uh, my changes within a heartbeat. You know, she'll sit there and go, what's wrong? Now it's wrong. Well, it is something wrong, and I'm going to keep asking you until you tell us, you know, um, yeah. until eventually, eventually I do talk. Um, now, but do you it, talk or do you actually blow up because she's well, not you too much to tell you? Sometimes it blows up and it leaves us the hell alone. <laughs> I've, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong because I like to smile like yourselves. I just smile through it. I put up this wall. I don't want to talk about it. Life's shit enough. I don't want to put my burdens, like Jay, on someone else. You know, I'd rather take people's burdens than talk about my own. Um, and other times I had to acknowledge that I have to start talking. Um, basically, recently, I would say about six, seven months ago, uh, like I walked in and found that I had researched how to hang myself. Um, I had planned when I was going to do it. My time, my day, you know. And Becca found this, and uh, it was a response and the way she reacted. That kind of really, really sunk in and hurt. Um, because it affected her day-to-day job. She was worried about going to her job in case she came back and found us dead, you know. Yeah, um, I, I remember this because she turned around, she messaged me to come and see you because she was that worried. Yeah, and it was horrible. Uh, it was a horrible period. Um, and it was, as although it was bad for me, I'd put her in a position where potentially put her in a, a depressed situation, you know, and that's someone I loved. Now, on the flip side of that, you mean you don't love an app? <laughs> well, that's someone I do love. <laughs> right? Okay, okay, okay. I miss word of this. <laughs> Past tense. noises. Hello, us now. But on the flip side of it, um, as much as Becca was saying that to us, and it did snap us out of it, and it brought us around to thinking, yes, you know, I've got people that love and care for us. At a time when I was feeling like that, I didn't feel I was loved and that these people would miss us. So it it it's kind of one of them situations where as much as yes you it can be deemed as selfish because you're going to kill kill people who who love you you're not physically feeling that inside are you No you no, know? no you're it's, feeling it, it, it's draining because you're tired of everything that you've mm-hmm. been for a while you've done or everything you've thought it's it's all like it's like self draining Yeah So how about we get away from that and let's talk about the help that people has given with, you know. Oh, well, you know, to, to all your viewers out there, I'll, I'd stress to all of them and say, it, you know, talk to someone. If you if you need, if you really feel like you're in a bad place, talk to someone. Always always talk, because talking's the yeah. best thing you can do. It really is. I, I mean, I know I'm sitting here and I'm saying, I'm good at hiding it and all the rest of it, but the, the maddest contradictory thing about it is, if I talk, when I start talking, it, I start to feel better. I start to feel much better. You do, better. don't you? I found another thing yeah. is writing it down, whatever's going on in your head, writing it on a piece of paper, just writing it down gets it off your head. Well, I'll be, I'll be honest, like, on a serious note, if I did that, it would just be a game <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean... What goes on in your head? It doesn't work for everyone, but I found that just writing it down gets it out of my head. You know, so it's not constantly going over and over and over and over, and yeah. and you know you're not sleeping because of it. It's, it's finally out. It's there. But like you, yeah, talking is so important. You know, if it, not everyone will sit there and listen, but when you find the right people who will support you, they'll listen all day long. Oh, there's some some amazing support out there. There really is. I mean, <clears throat> I had counselling for about eight weeks and. What an amazing guy! I don't know how he did it, but it was like he got a switch in my head and just went, and that was it. So I don't know how he did it. Even to this day, I don't know how he did it. But just told him at some point he managed to get within my mind and just turn that switch yep. off that was making us feel down. And I've never looked back since. Never. Looked, I still get me down yeah, days. Yeah. Well, you were talking about but, it the other you know, day. Um, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Just, but you just had one ear just yeah, last week. You're human. Like, yeah, well, exactly. You know, we we'll all have them, even though. We, we might be stabilised in our mental health doesn't mean that mental health isn't going to overtake at some point and it's how we deal and how we cope with it is how we're how we're going to get I just don't it, let myself you know? get to that stage I try it like it's mm-hmm, hard yeah. obviously you know you fight it constantly but yeah of course you can do it 
it's a constant war, isn't it? It's a constant battle. It's like you are fighting your mind against this horrendous thing that has either happened to you or you've done or you've said or whatever it is that's caused these mm. problems, you know? And I've noticed it's normally not just one thing. It's generally a whole host of things during your life that that you've gone through, you know? Um, one of the big ones is, is, is like what you mentioned, Matt, grief. Grief of losing someone, someone you're close mm. to, you know? Pushes you over the edge um, majority of the time. Yeah. A lot of people can just sit there and think, what's the point? I did. I was like, what's the point yeah. of life, you know? what? Why I don't want to live anymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like that, Matt. Exactly like you, buddy. Um, just, I just felt like I, I didn't care anymore. I didn't. There was no emotion there. I just felt cold, and I just thought, mm. I, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Obviously, I got the help I needed. Um, I was on antidepressants for some time, and they says, "Oh, you're gonna have to wean yourself off them." I thought, "What, what, what am I like a baby or something?" <laughs> I just actually stopped them straight away. I just stopped taking them. I took them for so long, and I just thought I need to. You know, have a strong mind about it, and just it depends on how long you've been taking the medication <coughs> for. Whether by the yeah, I've been taking it for about six <coughs> months. See, not enough in your system to actually affect you properly. Like when yeah. uh, when I came off my medication, I was on it for like a good yeah. fitting about three, four years or something like that. Mm. Yeah. And I was on different medication each time. In the last lot I was on, um, it instead of with the doctor was actually a bit of an arse to be honest. Say well, we're going to put your medication up and say, well, it's affecting us this way, and say, well, okay, then we'll uh, we'll try and change it. So they changed it to something else, and instead of actually like putting us at a specific dose, they actually put the dose up in that, and it got to the point I had to actually like come off completely because it affected my relationship. Mm. Yeah, yeah. To the point that I actually, it was a horrible, sorry, a horrible experience. Mm. It was like moving my eyes my eyes felt like my, like my if I moved my eyes left and right and stuff like that I felt like my whole body would shake you know slightest little movements and it felt like your whole body went through this massive mm. shake you know headaches all the time freaking dry mouth all the time heart pains you know what I mean freaking chest pains freaking pins and needles kind of like it was kind of like my, my experience of actually detoxing off alcohol yeah, you know, but this felt worse than detoxing from alcohol. You know, I mean, it felt absolutely horrible. I've, I've heard, you know. I've well, heard. the medication I'm on, for instance, I've taken since 2013. The doctor has tried taking us off it once, um, and I was off it for about three months, and I felt great. And then all of a sudden, suicidal thoughts came straight back. You know, um, so the doctors quickly came to the conclusion, right? You're basically on this stuff for the rest of your life, mm. you know. Um, so sometimes you do need to rely on the medication for the rest of your life. And I'm happy enough to be sitting on it for the rest of my life, believe it or not. I'm scared to actually come off them now, you know. It, it, to be honest, yeah. it, me being on medication itself, um, I felt like it was clouding my judgment. I felt like mm. it was clouding my my day to day life. It it changed my mood from being like happy, like my normal self. I used to know like what I'm like on a day to day basis. Sometimes I can be bitchy. Sometimes I'm I'm okay, you know. I but, think in in hindsight, I mean, sometimes you have bad experiences with the tablets. But I think anyone who's suffering mental health, if you've been offered them, give them a try because they can work. Doesn't always necessarily mean they are going to work. But you yeah. don't know unless you give I agree with Rag though, like what he just said. It does make you feel like a different person. This is why I stopped after I obviously <clears throat> overdosed on them, nearly overdosed. Mm. I just thought, you know, I wasn't the same person, so I thought, well, let's stop him. Obviously, I still have suicidal yeah. thoughts but, now and again. Uh, but, but the problem is, though, what mine and your experience was on the medication itself doesn't mean it's not going to work for somebody else, like Colin or G or somebody else who's suffering. Might might get really really good bounce bounce out of it. I mean, for me, I noticed a difference in myself. I was less emotional, so I wasn't crying at the slightest little things. Um, when I take bad news, sometimes it seems like I don't care, you know, um, because I won't shed a tear or I seem like plain faced, even though it hurts. That's more shock. Yeah, though, but the medication. <laughs> From what I've read, the medication can do that to you. It can numb 
your feelings slightly. I did that myself. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's you can do it. You know, it's easy enough done. Um, but one of the other things, mental health wise, I think, which is big worry to be fair, is because we've had lockdown and we've had coronavirus, the amount of mental health problems that is going to be caused because of that. Yeah. Not just within adults. Yeah, the young. I know a person, her son's going through it at the moment. Uh, he now has panic mm. attacks and stuff because of the whole lockdown yeah. situation. Yeah, and it can, it's it's amazing how many people are coming out with mental health because of this. And, you know, I understand obviously coronavirus was a bad disease, but has the lockdowns been worth the, the problems it's caused to the younger generation? Health-wise, I would have to say, it's look. The lockdown wasn't fun at all, but it, it, if it's going to save human lives, I, I know we still lost many people. But if it was going to save human lives, unfortunately, yeah, sometimes that's the steps you have to take. Um, I'm not. I'm not pro on it. I'm not pro. Just yeah, that's yeah, opinion, that's the you know? opinion. But well, like, let's play devil's advocate here. So you've got you've yeah. got five hundred fifteen-year-olds who were mentally stained. Um, they're not at risk of coronavirus they can go out to school and join the life and then you've got and horrible yeah please anyone listening don't take this the wrong way you've got 580 year olds who has lived their lives maybe has a lot of health conditions and probably are close to the end of their lives within the next five to six years you have now physically caused serious mental health problems in them 15 year olds to give five or six years to someone who's at the end of their life now that sounds horrible but that's the outcome that's really from the looks of it has come from the lockdown because me and you G we've got a nana you know who's who's near near enough 80 I would hate for me nana to get it and I would hate for me nana nana to pass away it would kill her but looking logically, that's basically what's happened with the lockdown, if you get what I'm saying. You know, yeah. we've taken the elderly generation who are possibly pretty much in a situation and we've said, right, everyone's getting locked up and your young's going to have to suffer with mm. mental health or with our life or just a certain period, but you've caused more medical problems doing that, you know, which in turn could lead to a lot of young suicidal rates, you know. Which is already high as it is, you know. <clears throat> it is. It is. It's been. It has been an awful thing for the young generation, um, with this lockdown. You but, know, we're we're a social species. Yeah, we are definitely. But definitely. We're, we're talking but, about like the, the 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 lockdown and stuff like that, right? But to be honest, right? This is just me talking from like mm-hmm. my experience in this whole thing, right? I think because with me suffering mental health issues, right, and I have anxiety and depression and all that, yeah. So I've got something called chronic depression, which mm-hmm. uh, on like a good day, I'm up a height, I'm hyper, I'm bouncing around, and on a low day, I'm down, I'm depressed, I'm low. There's no middle ground of like calm or anything like that. There's just no middle ground. Mm. So that and the anxiety is the same sort of thing. <clears throat> now me going out on a day to day basis is actually hard for me because. I don't leave the house that often except once or twice with every fortnight ish and to me the lockdown right it sounds probably stupid saying this right but the lockdown itself for me was a great thing for me because I didn't have to go out yeah you see now I was in that same boat as you I was happy enough being in lockdown they could announce it tomorrow and I'll not batter an eyelid but that's what I mean though is like when it comes to stuff like that those that suffer with like mental health issues like we have you know what I mean like people in my situation they'll probably be in right well I don't have to go out this is actually great for me I don't have to socialise I don't have to go out yeah, and do anything of, because kind of puts them in the yeah, yeah. Puts them, in but then you've got those that are like have mental health issues themselves <clears throat> that are used to going out because they need the socialisation you know so it's been a good thing and a bad thing at the same yeah. time it might have increased like the younger generation for getting uh, depression and like all oh, mental health issues that way because they're so used to being outside and their social anxiety of not being able to go out to see their friends and or family yeah. you know 
Well, it's I'm done not, that. I wouldn't say lockdown was a, a bad thing and it shouldn't ever happen. I mean, they, they had to do yeah. something. Oh, but you it needed to be done. Yeah, that. There's no, something there's had no... to be done. And saving an 80 year old is is no less important or more important than saving someone else who's at a younger age. They were human being. They deserve everyone deserves the same yeah, treatment. Of course. You know, so I'm not sitting there saying we should have let a ton of 80 year olds die on the bed because that's just inhumane. Um, but when you compare it to what's coming out, I mean, you also got to look at the fact you're going to have cancer rates, which you're going to have a lot more cancer deaths because cancer treatment was stopped. You're going to have a lot more illnesses, which, are, you know, and, and that's where people are generally going to look at this and think, was it worth it? Well, just looking at my you death know? demon here, apparently in 2019, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, 5,691 suicide registered in England and Wales only. Yeah. And it's sad. Through yeah. a lockdown, you know? Yeah. And and, the, and so I can understand when people sit there and say, well, we're being locked up to save the elderly. But I, obviously I, I get annoyed well, at it because I've got an elder myself, which, well, me and Jay's got an elder, you know, which we're, obviously we'll think about straight away when you talk about saving the life yeah. of an elder. Um, so it is one then, but I think we're slightly going off the subject slightly here. <laughs> um, I mean, I've I know someone who's sixteen years old who's who's actually a really amazing person, but she doesn't see it, you know. And she's like a, a, a daughter of us, um, and I've known her for over a year, and she suffered seriously badly with mental health problems. Um, you know, she's she's taught was about self harm and and suicidal thoughts and all them things, um, and she's she's lived a life of hell at home, you know, uh, she's gone through a hell of a lot. But all I can say about this person is, is as much as she's down on herself, she is actually one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. At sixteen, she's actually more mature than I could have ever been at twenty five. But that's a bit of a, a, a you know. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. You know what I mean. But the way, mm. are, we, are you sure we're talking about the same person? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the same person. <laughs> she, 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 she's probably just as freaking hyperactive as G. She's hyperactive. That, that, I mean, that last never shows the last. <laughs> G knows the last. But she's went through a hell of a, a hell of a ordeal. And you know, you look at the young and you see these mental health issues. And I remember myself at that age and going through it and thinking, where do I go? What do I do? How do I deal with this? And, and you do worry for the young because you think, you know, there's so much more going on in life today and people are informed more. I think the young get too much put on them, you know, mm. from the el- older oh, generation. I don't definitely. think... I've got, I've got kids. I've yeah, got I don't... Schools try to put too much on them about <clears throat> learning them about sex too soon or different identities and stuff like that instead of teaching them and letting them be kids. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, but um, we're 38 minutes in. I think we should liven it up a little bit because uh, we don't want to leave this episode as a as a horrible downer, do we? <coughs> well, um, on a like on like a slight highlights and stuff like that, right? If that's the case, we'll go through the group, right? G, when did you uh, when yep. like, uh, like what point did you gain help in? Uh, like when did things start getting better for you? Well, it hit rock bottom first, to be well, honest. Obviously, yeah, obviously, we know it we hit, hit rock, rock bottom, bottom and stuff like that. But when did things yeah. start like picking up for you? When did you realise things weren't as bad and stuff like when that? When I finally started to open up to like my partner on that, and actually speak to her, and be honest with her. You know, that's what she's there for, and that's what I'm there for. With yeah. Her, you know, open your heart to us and talk to us, um, and she helped us to get the help that I needed. Mm. And I just talked about it, and I was open. Just keeping a, a positive mental attitude, really. You know, like I've got, like I say, I've got five beautiful bands there, and they, I didn't want them seeing a dad who was constantly down and, yeah. and feeling low. It was like, uh, switch the hyper mode back so on. So it was basically <laughs> you, you had something to build towards for something. Yeah. And, and that's it. You've got to find that thing in your life you want to live and build for. Yeah, it sounds like what uh, what gave you that drive is the fact that you know you've got your partner there to ha- uh, for you and you've thought of your kids at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, <coughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's great going through stuff like that, you know, sitting there thinking, right, well, okay, I've got these people here, this is where things are going to start to change and stuff like that, you know? 
yeah i mean yeah absolutely what about you uh colin me um i think it took a long long time i think i was roughly about 34 when i really really started to realize people were there for us and it was when aggie passed away um and i found her it was at that point obviously i needed people a lot because like gee i had hit final final ends but pretty much um and it was at that point that i realized that there was a lot of people because i had so many people surrounding us not wanting us to be alone wanting to talk to us wanting to know what i was going through and and i kind of got the realization that i'm not alone here i'm loved by people and you know as much as i might think i'm hated and the world's better off or people's better off without us the the truth and the fact of the matter is that wasn't the case you know yeah i think we've all thought of that it's like oh well no one's really going to care mm-hmm. and stuff like that but those that you're actually close to like your best friends your family members we forgot to say your local freaking corner shop <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah. freaking anybody anybody yeah. that you talk to that you feel close to they're all gonna miss it say oh what's going on stuff like that and you realize oh wait oh such and such has passed away and you find out oh you know they'll all be devastated but mm-hmm. it's the fact that we all think these things through that prevents us from actually doing what it is that we we initially thought of doing in the first place yeah because you always build a connection with you know? different people don't you through life you yep. obviously build yeah relationships friendships you know I mean, I wouldn't say go down the street, see someone on the street and say, I feel like killing myself, you know, you find yourself locked up in a cell. Well, it depends who you walk well, into, mm. to be honest, because some people would probably actually help <laughs> you out. <laughs> There's a lot of people that would, but telling us a complete stranger, I mean, who has no medical knowledge, it might be probably a, a, a horrible thing. But regardless, find someone who does care, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because as much as you might think that, the truth is, if you took that step and took your life, there would be more people that are broken-hearted about that than what you actually believe there is. Yeah, absolutely. Always surround yourself with people that love you. Mm. you know, that's as simple as it gets. Surround yourself with people. If you've got negativity, you. oh, I always do that. You're negative towards me. See you later. Babish. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, what about you then, there, uh, Matt? I don't know, to be honest, it was, you know, it was always up and down, it still is, you know, I have my days where I have downers, you know, just want to sit there and cry. Oh yeah, we all have our days, but like, when did it, like, do you, when do you realise it started getting a little bit better for you? It, it, I don't know if it ever really better, did. But enough to handle. I don't know, actually. It, good enough to handle it, you know, I mean, when you can see the triggers and you can see the air. Uh, That's the probably my early, early 20s, know, because, probably, I'd say early 20s and you're what 29 now so it's taken you it took me a while yeah a few years I was depressed for a long time obviously still am but it's just not as bad as it used to be because I can hold myself together now (laughs) this is probably going to make people laugh right but this is like a standing joke between me and Matt every time Matt feels sad and upset and stuff like that he waits until the night time and eats his feet I do this is why this is why he's piled all the weight on right so don't unless I have a drink I was expecting you I was expecting you to turn around and say he just goes looking for his hiya (laughs) can I get a hiya no the worst for me is when I have a drink if I'm in like a downish mood in the daytime and I drink then Mm. I'll just sit there emotional all night I'll ruin people's nights and I'll just cry yeah because I I, I don't that's one thing I I will say if you if you yeah if you ever in a depressed situation do not drink yeah definitely not it's not an antidepressant it's a depressant yeah. it will make you worse I've, I've had many times I wanted you to yeah, self harm you know after drinking there's been many times that you've rang me up when you've been on the drink yep. you know just to take your mind off stuff I mean yes there's been a couple of times you've actually been on the phone crying to us yeah you know but at the end of the day at least you've uh, been there to sit and talk to you about the problem you know once I've mm. getting past sight the but drunk that, that's what, the once I've translated the drunk <laughs> <Yeah>. swear <laughs> that's but it's the key thing though is yeah. to talk at least you that's answered, the key thing you know. in all of this yeah. is to talk always always talk about you know exactly and believe you me I can talk at times I think this is the quiet <laughs> I think it is you're very very quiet G. I mean you, do you know what it is you come on as a guest we couldn't shut you up now you've come on it's as a nerves. host we can't let you talk <laughs> 
It's it's a it sensitive subject at the same time though. It really it is, is. Of course, um, but I definitely think we should lighten it up because, like you know, you start. I feel like you, sometimes you can just go into yourself too much. You know, I mean, yeah. So when you talk about mental health, yeah. you become mental health. Yeah. So look, let's give people something to look forward to as we record this. This <laughs> is one of the hottest right. weekends of the UK. Fine, thank you. <laughs> You know, not. I mean, I I, I I was taking the role there, like going through all of you to like see how you all coped with it. You know, obviously oh I'm not God, that man. important. I'm not that important enough to find out how I'm coping. Like, let's talk about the weather. So, right, so, so how, how I am looking right? out of my window and I'm seeing nothing but sunshine and the uh, the neighbour across the road's doing a lawn. You know what I mean? So, you know, let, let's continue no, so with how, that. How stuff. how did you cope? When did you know you could? How did you cope? And when did you yeah, figure well, it out? Right, so it wasn't until like a certain place uh, that I was in, um, like back in 2010. That's when everything hit us like hard, like depressed and all that crap. You know, I started getting help along the way, but it wasn't until when I moved into my um, flat just up from uh, Colin's partner's uh, parents. Just up next to the hospital. Oh yes, I know which one you're on about. One. It wasn't till then when I started talking therapy. I wasn't getting the help, and this isn't a dig at you, Colin, right? But at the time, you didn't know, right? Such this thing. is where this is where Colin was being a dick and trying to push off everything that I was saying. You know, oh. everything that he did. Wow. You know, and, well, and, well, and, well. I know it hurts, right? <laughs> Live on 4J show. I am going to quit. I can't oh, speak with Rags quick no again. <laughs> but like after after that, uh, I need the tissues to start crying now. <laughs> but no, it was it wasn't until uh, after yeah. that when I started dealing with things. You know, I was like, um, there was a a bit of a break in the friendship with us. You know, it wasn't until after mm-hmm. that we got back in touch and we realised and we sat down and talked it out. So, but at the same time, so the three people that I really mainly talk to about my stuff is uh, Colin. And Matt and uh, my friend Lindsay. Sorry, my best friend Lindsay because she kicks off if I just call her <laughs> <Yeah>. friend. And <laughs> say, "Oh, I'm not good enough." To say, "Oh, I have friends sorry. like that too." <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. it wasn't until I started talking to years more about stuff and being relaxed about everything that's when I started realizing. I mean, I still haven't got a full uh, grasp on what it is, but I'm starting to notice the triggers. I'm starting yeah. to feel when the depression's kicking in, so I try and get it earlier well you are you coping know? better with it because the your depression started quite quick again when we're done the podcast and i know you felt really really run down and you you weren't interested in really coming on but you pushed through it um which i was actually proud of you for it, it, to be honest i think the podcast has kind of brought yeah. us it brought us to life a bit as I well there's one thing you actually it's enjoy. gave us something to look forward yeah. to you know, yeah. it's it's something that's gave us like uh, like it's give us that like extra bit of life the if motivation. that makes sense. Yeah, see that's what I what I've loved about this podcast, and you know, obviously Jay, welcome to the family. Hopefully, you get the same as what we're hey. getting. Um, is it's let us speak about things that possibly we would have never spoke about unless we were in a room having a laugh with or our friends. Drunk. And yeah. <laughs> And we've getting things off our chest. I mean, I'm surprised at you, Matt. Some of the things you've said. I mean, you want to eat someone's arm and oh, everything. There we go. So, you know, oh, uh, you had to bring it up. Se- it's, it's barbecue season, and I'm sure Matt will have someone's finger roasting. <laughs> but uh, quick question, though, right? You know, since mm-hmm. doing this podcast together, do you not think this has been like kind of our little like therapy session? I love it. I, I really it do. Has, you know, yeah. this is the one thing I enjoy. Really now that we're, now that we're talking, now that we're talking about like the podcast, we're doing the mental health obviously today and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, we're going to end on like a higher note and stuff. But do you not think like throughout the like season one and season two, do you not think it's been a bit of a therapy, getting to know each other and helping each other out? Yeah, because the majority more. of my life that yeah. none of you have known about. You know. That you've got to know about me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Matt, one of the things I've loved about talking on the podcast is I've gotten to know your personality properly. And it, what a personality. It's hilarious. I know. I do you try. <laughs> he's, he is the, he's got to be the most weirdest gear I've ever yeah. met. <laughs> I am, but I, do you know, I love it. You know, I changed myself for the better. That's how I see it. You know, I made myself who I am today. And no one is going to take that from me. Exactly. 
Well, the we thing are... is, as well, as G, joining with, um, he made a very, very valid point the other day that he's listened through all season one. He was actually a fan of of 4G Show before joining with. He listened to all of season one and it actually got him to the well, point where he not... was wanting to call in and wanting to talk about the subjects we were talking about. So, you know, now you've got the chance, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, I, you know, I went down the dark path, but yeah, I came up for the better. Honestly, I'm all full of colours and bright lights now. You know. Now, uh, just pictured you I'm, walking I'm down like a Christmas tree now. You, oh, mate! I always walk down no, the street. With he walks down the road with rainbow coming out his ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you know what it is, Jay? Yeah, I'm going right, to take yeah. you to Blackpool sometime for the Northern Lights. Not the Northern Lights, uh, the oh, Blackpool Lights. I say, you just do the Northern Lights of Blackpool. Blackpool, yeah. Blackpool Illuminations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's further up in Scotland, isn't it? But no, the Blackpool Lights, uh, they're really good. I'm going to take you down there. I'm going to watch you walk and skip with a smile in the lights. We'll you video know. it and put it on the <laughs> website. Up. Make sure yeah, I don't fall over as oh, well, yeah? Going on. That's, that's another thing. Join one of the website. You'll see a video of Jay walking and skipping and happy. Um, and we'll just put the, the caption there. You know, to turn around and say, Oh, my boy, Jay. Yes. Well, I've just wrote down there, right, on a piece of paper saying, Bright Lights, G's explanation of happy life, right? So now, when I get a chance, I'm going to draw Gary, sorry, G standing (laughs) there with lights wrapped around him in like a. But the one thing that does help is is laughter in my eyes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing this podcast has brought us laughter on yeah. so many levels. It's it's fu- oh, it's definitely. funny how you mentioned that, right? It's because I've been told by uh, many people over the years that I can walk into a room and I can actually make anybody laugh. That's because they look at your bald head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the calmless look. <laughs> Yeah, it's either fair, that or it's just like look at my scrumptious oh, that. You know I mean? to, so. be, to, be, to be fair Rags you walk in the room I'm looking at my watch window when you're going for that <laughs> yeah that's because that's because you can't put two happy people in the same room together you know what I mean <laughs> you're too happy at times but, I'm always know. happy um, I mean we're, we're, we're nearly nearly at the end of this I mean uh, the episode hasn't gone as bad as it's I thought it's actually really gone. good we yeah. didn't really. <coughs> it's been really. <coughs> Sorry, we didn't really talk much about our own actual personal experiences to uh, like in depth. But yeah, mm. it, but I think it's more about like making people see that we it, it, there is people out there that can uh, help you with your problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's not just that; it's, sh- it's shown them as well. Yeah, isn't everyone it? hurts. Anybody can get it. You know, we're you all know? human beings at the end of the day. We all go through mental health, but it's always good to. Find the help that you need and talk. talk I know it's hard for a lot of people that might be listening. Sorry, a lot of people that are listening to this. I don't know why I keep saying might be listening. (laughs) But for all those. (laughs) Nobody's listening. So I I know know it's hard for you a lot that are actually listening right now. I know it might be hard for like talking to somebody. You might not feel you can do, but just give it a shot. Even if it's just five minutes talking to somebody, even if it's just say trying to talk to your parents or your friends or like your teachers at school or, you know I mean? Anybody that you feel that you can Mm. talk to, you know, I can promise you there's always, and everything does get easier. There's always someone that wants to listen. If it, if, if it does, if it's not like, uh, if that doesn't help anything like that, right. Messaging on uh, our social medias, um, I'm sure one of us will get back and actually like try and help you out as much as we can as well. I mean, are you guys against that? No, people can contact. I mean, we we would always try to advise you to talk to someone you know that's related and loves and cares and can give you the help. Uh, but we're more than happy to sit as, and listen. Well, you know. All I can say is, is being a new member, I can promise you one thing spend 20 minutes with these three and you will end up before we go i want to leave with a, a little story that i once got told god here we go three hours later how it's <laughs> a really nice story I say that. it's a really nice story and it shows you how relevant you are even though you're just one person so there was a man on a beach and on this beach, there was many, many, many starfish that had been washed up on it. Is this a riddle? No, it's actually just a story. 
And this man was walking along and he was picking one starfish up at a time and he was putting them back in the water. And this person who noticed this man doing this was sitting wondering why he was actually helping these these starfish and just doing one at a time. So he went up to him and says, why are you picking one at a time up and putting them in the water? You're not making a difference. So many thousands are going to die. And the man looked at this gentleman and turned around and says, I might not save them all, but for what that one starfish is means the world. And the reality is, each one of us is that starfish with mental health lying on that beach. We are relevant, and it means the world to each one of us that's saved. Not one deserves to die, not one deserves to leave this world, and not one person deserves to feel unloved. Yeah, basically saying, if I can make a difference to one's life, yeah. I'll do it. He made a difference to that starfish life, go out and make a difference to someone's life, who you may believe is suffering and going through this pay it, pain. Pay it forward, good, you know. Good karma. Yeah. It's all right, people with yeah. mental health being told to talk, but if you think or oh, know someone who's got mental health, talk to them. Yeah. Be there, put your arm around them and tell them you're loved. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. It does, it does. I mean... Just changing topic for a quick mm-hmm. second. I'm really sorry about asking because I know you said it was a story and I said, is this a riddle? I only asked that because of the way you stopped. <laughs> I just felt like it was a riddle. I'm thinking, hold on a second, he did say a story, didn't he? <laughs> see, like it, it, see, Colin did... Uh, it's just the way Colin started there. It was like, see, right, I, I, your mind started thinking and that's bad. <laughs> see, Colin did this to me once and as you started off, it says there's uh, something big and brown on a beach. Right, and I and he say, "Can you guess right, what it right. is?" And he made us guess through everything. I went from like like a lump of to sticks and stuff like that, right? <laughs> and it turned out it was actually a bear. <laughs> and from that day forth, we now actually have our own little thing called. Jeff Why would there be bear. a bear on a beat? Just what I want to know. <laughs> well, the, the thing it, is, it, it was, it was Colin's take. mind. It was just a piss take, and for Four J Shaw's purpose, because we are physically on a beach our mascot is going on our logo and it's going That's to be me. Jeff the damn bear I'm the, ma- I'm Jeff the mascot the bear, any- <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy's, Andy's wife the pi- the, the pink That's elephant uh, which was si- uh, Sydney what? Uh, now you cr- now you cross no 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 right so uh, the, the the standing thing was uh, Colin told the story of trying to get this uh, right, this thing right. it was turned out it was basically <laughs> Jeff the bear with, with like right. instead of actually having one of those freaking uh, fanny pack things around his waist it was actually a, be- a bag yeah right oh my god and then he had a girlfriend <laughs> who was a pink elephant called Sydney who was also had friends which <laughs> right. was a gorilla called George right? right and his wife was an ostrich called Audrey what called the inbreeding of like species <laughs> Well, the thing is, luckily for the, the bear, it was the male. So it was yeah, the bear. Imagine the ostrich with a gorilla. Like, what's yeah. the neck going to be? Like, the It'll long be... bit, and then the, the gorilla's head is going to be on the top. I had this I had this conversation with uh, with Lindsay a while ago and she turned down and says how's that going to work because we start a picturing an ostrich with like a gorilla body mm. but like an ostrich head and uh, ostrich legs and then we'll reverse it around where it was actually the ostrich body with a gorilla head and freaking Yeah but then it could legs. be so you were basically fantasizing No but then it could be though you could have <laughs> the gorilla body the ostrich head and the neck and then it could have the wings as the arms. You see, but <laughs> do you see how we we actually like change the subject to try? Guys, and, like, I was going to say it. we've gone well off subject. Right, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking it's about like perfect. I think we're, I think no, I think this covers mental health great. You know what I mean? A bear that goes out with an elephant <laughs> yeah. who's friends to a gorilla, and you know there's an ostrich involved there and everything. It's a it's weird. It's really good. It gets a gives yeah. me a great insight yeah, into your mind. We might as well call it Professor Egg's Mad Science Corner. Oh, no, God. Right. Definitely not. <laughs> Hell to the no. Do you want to take what out rugs? Uh, right. So as we've just finished on a positive mental attitude, 
and I want to say this right arc which is act of random kindness it has been wonderful to sit and go through all of this and sort everything out and like you know give advice and stuff like that our links will be in the description um oh god I completely forgot where I was going to go with this but you know all I can say is have a great day have a nice life and you know Stay safe. Have a nice life. Ta-ra from us. <laughs> I just, I just don't know what to say. Honestly, I, I didn't even yes, know how to end it. Thank you for listening. Have a nice life. Don't listen thank, again. Have a lovely thank, thank you for for listening. Take it easy. I do apologise for that ramble there. I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not very good at actually ending later the, later the episodes. Have a good time. As you know. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I'll take over ending from now on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Right. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Surf's up. Bye. Rolling out on the Bye, Felicia. Bye. Bye. Bye.